0: Welcome to Behind the Table, produced by RICO Theatricals. We take an in-depth look at the creative process and the creators behind it. We are flipping the audition table to be more inclusive to new stories that deserve to take their rightful place behind the table. Our show airs every Tuesday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern on our social media, at RICO Theatricals. Now please welcome our host, Sherry Nell Thompson.
1: Welcome back to Behind the Table with uh, Sherry Nell Thompson. We are taking an in-depth look at the creative process and the creators behind it. I am your host, and tonight I will be talking to an actor, producer, and writer, and one-woman show, Kamali Murray. Um, Kamali <laughs> has a uh, has created some virtual shows actually and we're going to talk about them tonight along with her story and so let's just go ahead and bring her on. Come on in, Kamale. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Oh, just just fine. I'm just sitting here, sitting up in my room. Um <laughs> And so I just wanted to um, talk to you all about your creative process. So let's uh, let's just go ahead and start. Um, first, first thing I am going to say, though, is sometimes I just can't stop myself from going on these little uh, rants about just different things that I think about. And one of them is that it is Black History Month, baby. And so we're going to be talking about you know, Black history things. And, and you know, actually, I was thinking like, oh, what could I do? Maybe I could do like a fun fact every week. But then it's like, and then I'm giving you four facts um, in a month of like, you know, a plethora of facts that you could know about Black history. And so then I started to feel like, you know, why is it just like that little short, tiny, Black History Month like why aren't we just talking about Black history all the time you know so then I start to get like you know kind of frustrated I'm feeling discontent I'm feeling exasperation displeasure I'm feeling frustration irritation basically um just like a whole dictionary of like irritable feelings because at the end of the day Black history is about Black people in America and the contributions that have been given to the world, and in an actuality, propelled America to where it is. And so, at the end of the day, when is it going to be just like American history? Like, when is it going to be that we talk about black history integrated with like, you know, literally integrated with history and its impact on America and the world? It is American history, too, you know? So, I don't know. That's just my little rant. We're going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so um, speaking of Black things, I, I really want to talk about Black comedy because that's something that you do. And so so my first question was, you know, just, you know, nitpicky, like, what is Black comedy? You know, because what is it? Comedy just written by Black people? Is it comedy about Black? Is it jo- Black jokes? Is it like, um, you know, fringe comedy? Like, what does it mean to you? I mean, I, I can guess what it means to me, but like, what does it mean to you as a writer of Black comedy?
2: So when I think about Black comedy, of course, like I'm Black, so I'm writing it. It's funny. But Black comedy, it it there's a whole spectrum. Black comedy really is like, it's a darker comedy. It, it okay. deals with um, issues or situations, but it has a darker um, I guess fold on it or, okay. you know, so it's just something and you're laughing. You're like, why am I laughing? Uh, so that's more like a, the true meaning of black comedy. But when I <clears throat> write and stuff and I talk about, Hey, y'all, y'all fans of black comedy, I'm really talking about fans who like to watch black comedians or, um,
1: okay, you know, wait, okay, wait, 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 so you're yeah. black. <laughs> yes. Let me see. I didn't, I didn't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> when I was a kid, I remember one of my friends, I don't know if she's watching. She sometimes watches. And um, her little brother came up to me one day. He goes, Sherry, you're black. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he remembers that, but we always made fun of him for, for saying that. Anywho. So, okay, good. Well, thanks for answering that. I wanted to just, like, put that out there. Um... So let's talk about you and your story. So how did you get into comedy? Were you Is it something that you were always doing, interested in, or did you fall into it later in life?
2: Uh, no, I've always loved to make people laugh. I've always had a witty sort of quick sense of humor and my situation, like I could be, be sitting with you and we'll, something serious would be going on and I'll have a, a twist to it that's just... You know, it's just funny, and then once I get you laughing, then I keep going because I get high off of that. I really mm-hmm. love making people laugh. <laughs> just like yeah,
1: it's a okay. You, so you get high oh. off your own spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool, interesting. Um, let's see here. Where can we go from here? I guess so. Can
2: I? Can I, can I just share a story? Oh, absolutely, please. So you made me laugh about your your friend the the <clears throat> her brother saying you're black. Her little brother, yeah. So, I for years I worked in the restaurant industry and I have so many stories from that and oh. I can make skits from it. But it was this one kid and these these it was a family. I, it, it looked like they came straight off the Swiss Swiss Alps. They were very white. That's okay, no way to put it like blonde hair, blue like
1: like, Scanda- Scandinavian yes. kind of okay. And,
2: and I was working at the restaurant and we were wearing all black. I had on, I used to wear black uh, nail polish. I had, I don't know, everything was black. So I, I sit at this table sits down with me and a little boy is staring at me. It's two of them. They're like twins, but one is just staring, staring, staring. The parents are ordering. And then the boy goes, you're black everything's black your clothes your nails your skin and I just kind of looked and I was I was cracking up and the parents were like so embarrassed and I was just just like yes I am I'm I'm black this is black
1: so this is black and I'm black and I'm wearing all black and I've got black (laughs) accessories and black nails and it's just black on black on black
2: and guess what I'm free kind of
1: And here comes the humor. <laughs> I want to I want to ask you about putting yourself out there in public. You know, a lot of people have this dream to be on stage, to be on TV, or behind the camera, even, but uh, in front of lights. And I think a lot of people dream about it, but they never sort of really go towards the light. And so I guess it's like, what drives you to do that? Because you know, we we as artists tend to be willing to put ourselves out there and and sometimes fall flat on our faces, make a fool of ourselves for your benefit, um, or or strike it, you know, knock it out of the park and like do something great. So what drives you to do this career?
2: My passion. I I, I love it. Um. <clears throat> It's it's been a long, 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 long journey, but it is uh, it is my passion, and okay. I, I stay a long, long journey to say, um, you know, I've I've I'd like to say I've come into my own. I've taken the scenic ru- scenic route, <laughs> so like living life,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
2: on kind of on life's terms or safely. Yeah. So you know, I, I was never the artist that would dive in and like, okay, yes, I'm just going to starve until I make it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I got to pay some bills and, you know, and, and make sure everything is good. What Mm -hmm. I realized is, um, all of that taking my time and doing that, it was out of fear because I didn't really want to, um, uh, what do you say? Uh, my friend said, you know, um, uh, land, land with the boats and then burn them. And then you have to go, you have to survive. So I was, I, it always took me a while to really do it. I was always like really into it. And then I was like, okay, I got to go back and work, make money. And that's safe, 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 safe. And then have to go back in it and catch up, catch up, catch up, catch up, and then go back. So, yeah. So it's a long, a long, it's a long journey, but, uh, because of COVID, I realized I have nothing else to do but this now.
1: Mm. Well, I was actually going to ask you about that later on, but I can ask All you right. now about, you know, have you uh, have you more or less been able to spur a creative side, a more creative side during this pandemic and this plague and this social unrest, like has that brought the creative side out of you more so than if you were just working every day? Yes, totally, totally. Mm-hmm.
2: Because, um, you know, I, I, it, it, forced me to, to, uh, really learn new things and stuff that I wanted to create the different looks or the different feels. I I would, I had to like, I had to really sit down and it's like, Hmm, how can I make this work? I want this to look like this. I want this. To, so then it, it, t- then it took like hours of research and, learning, you know, and doing all of that stuff. But in the interim, I've grown to love it. Like I've, I've, I have, I'm doing stuff now that I I never thought that I could do by myself. Like, yeah.
1: Speaking of, speaking of doing things by yourself that you never thought you could do, you do something that I just like, Even if I could do it, I wouldn't want to do it. It's you have a a very, very, very much a passion for videography and editing. And and God bless you and your wonderful hearts because it is just just terrible to sit for hours. And I and I I do it if I have to. Which I do because, you know, it they love you. But um how did you get into it? Did you have some formal training with that? Because you're like a very good editor and it's it's also a great skill set to have for someone to do on the side and feel free to shout that out, the information out for that if you I have any. It I do it on the side, do it <laughs>
2: on the side. Uh, um, I, when I was in college, I went. To, I graduated from City College. I have a degree in film and video. I, I went there, I really wanted to act, um, Long story short, I, I, again, doing the site, doing the scenic route, I took film and video. Um, but I used to always go downstairs to audition and do plays and stuff. So Mm. I was doing both at the same time. And when I was upstairs, as far as production was, I loved editing. I, that was one thing that I fell into my lap and we used to edit on, um, the black and whites, the little I don't even know the name of the machines now, but where you take you have little tape and you splice it and put it together. I found that amazing. Everyone used to hate it. I loved it. Then we moved to the Abbott. I oh, I used to I used to lose my mind on that. But um, but you know, moving fast forward, um, going back into life. I didn't practice it until I I started Uh, shooting my own videos and then once I did that I started getting into editing I was like oh yeah I love this that's right I
1: do (laughs) well again like I said it's it's just a blessing that there are people like you out there because you are the saviors of the theater uh film world we're like I have all this footage but I don't want to do this we're like please I'll give you anything um just guys. give
2: me a lot of footage, a lot of footage, a lot of footage, play, then
1: act you. I, yeah. I love it. <laughs> how do you, how do you raise money for your shows?
2: Um, well, right now I, right now it's just ticket sales that I've been okay. doing for the first show this year. I ran a ticket sale and, um, this one I'm going, going to, Oh, there's a show coming up, um, running ticket okay. sales, okay. but as far as, um, raising money. I'm, I'm working on that. Like I'm working to working together with our, like our business coach, Jay, Nicole, Ralph, um, to shout get out. <laughs> shout out, to get, um, that part together so that I can start, um, monetizing on it. So mm-hmm. I have a few ideas that I'm working on. Um, okay, and I'll be doing that like after the show, I just, I don't want to talk about them right now. I want to test them out, but I do have some, okay. things, um,
1: in in the works in the works okay some ideas in the yeah, the think- yeah. okay great you mm-hmm. know speaking of shoestring budgets you know most producers we have to we really do produce on like a shoestring budget a wing and a prayer you know a lot of <laughs> a prayer a wow. lot of a lot of prayers some meditation yeah. some musa some num holding a guilt whatever um like um so we got We have a lot of different things working in our favor, hopefully. Um, But one thing that I did want to talk about is we are doing a big um, push for RICO Theatricals because we're doing um, a Broadway record um, project, recording projects. And we really do need your help out there. Um, We're trying to break the Guinness World Records title for the largest online video album of people singing the same song so help us out if you especially if you like to sing go to riko theatricals or ryko.org. Rico theatricals is on our any of our socials like facebook or instagram or ryko.org, and uh, sign up and submit your video so we can break this guinness world record um so okay let's I think we should talk a little bit about, we've talked about some of your background, your training or producing your videography and editing. Um, I think we should talk a little bit about like how artists support each other. I know you because we're in the same um, group for women entrepreneurs and we we meet a lot and we talk about all of our pitfalls and our, our struggles and also our celebrations, the things that we do great. And we sort of push each other and propel each other towards success, you know, whatever that may be to you. Um, So talk to me about what you feel like is needed for us to survive and not just to survive and exist, but to thrive as creators, as artists.
2: Um, Well, I can only speak from where we, where I've come on and met all of you wonderful, beautiful women um, in in our group. Um, It definitely having that community and having that support that you spoke about that has helped me tremendously, um, because it's, we have a group of accountability partner partners. So we kind of all work together and it's like, okay, I want to do this. And it's like, okay, so you have to do this, 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 and this, did you do it? Did you do it? You know? So it, it, that helps sharpen, um, me i and i and i'm gonna say for all the other women in the group as well because mm-hmm. we all have uh, uh amazing stories since working together so i think that that is the 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 start the start you have your community the people that you support uh, bring around you is so important mm-hmm. outside of it and outside of you know our business group you know i also have very strong uh, people in my corner. Like I I love my director, Mary E. Hodges. Um, I have a good friend, my friend, Joe, I started this out. Um, it's because of Joe. It's just, it's just good to have even just good support, support in corner. Yeah.
1: Do you think you need something like an agent or a manager to facilitate your jobs. I know you were working with a different management groups and et cetera, et cetera. Do you feel as an artist, you need that? Or do you need it like after you get to a certain place or do you need to get to that certain place?
2: Um, okay. I was going to wait. I was gonna wait for the story, but oh, I, okay,
1: know. we can we can we can move forward. Let me uh, let me quickly just um, while you wait for that, okay. um, you just hold off, and I'm going to just go um, to a word from uh, one of our partners, which is my lovely company, Nude by You. Are you searching yes. for a matching leotard, sports bra, or pair of shorts to match your skin tone? Search no more. I'm here. <laughs> my company, Nude by You. Provides nude color undergarments and dance wear and custom shades, brown from very dark to very light. It's a brand new startup, so you can find me on the internet. (laughs) Um, You can find me on on Instagram at Nude or you can find me online at Nudebayou.com. And that's N-U-D-E-B-A-Y-O-U.com. And hey, look, if you really want to walk the walk and support Black businesses, I'm doing a whole new line of prototypes. And you can go to my goFundme and whoop, swoosh, throw some money at that one. and that just go to GoFundMe.com and type in the search, little magnifying glass nude by you n u d e b a y o u So um, it's your, it's your nude by you. Okay, so back to you. I want to talk about the characters that you play because you have like a i I mean, I would call it a one woman show but you also have like multiple characters that you play that you use in editing and stuff. And so it kind of reminded me of, you know, Eddie Murphy and like coming to America when he's playing all these different parts. And, you know, you didn't even know it was him until the end. And it's like Eddie Murphy, this person, Eddie Murphy, this character, Eddie Murphy, this character, Eddie Murphy, that's how you are. And it's so fascinating because knowing you, I know you, right. You seem like such a calm, chill person. And then you play, These random characters are all from different walks of life. Some of them are even different, like um, ethnicities or or different sexual orientation, orientated differently, or just like so many different things. And we have talked a lot about this because back in the 80s, 90s, like Eddie Murphy playing like the Jewish guy and the this guy and the delivery man and this guy, like, and the African guy, like, it's totally acceptable. And now I feel like it is a little bit more taboo to play characters that are not like, you know, within your sort of ethnic lane. So what do you have to say about that? Cause I know in comedy, like, it's kind of like anything goes, you know, but like, does it, is it still true? Like, can you still do that?
2: Well, the, the truth about um, humans, even though we're different races, you know, everything, we're still human at the end of the day. So a lot of the stuff that we go through, or we experience the way we react as a human being, we Mm -hmm. may come out, you you may react from the culture and how you were brought up. And, um, but as long as you're playing that truth of like, what it, what it is that affects you, what it is that, that, um, you know, makes you react erratic or happy or, or we all can relate to that because we're all human so okay. when I play different ethnicities you know it it's what's fun and, and great about it is because i know i'm playing in another ethnicity mm-hmm. but whatever they're going through at some point in my life i've been through the same thing and the challenge okay. is just how to express it in 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 the their their culture and their their line and comedy you can kind of get away with it because there there is that line, you know, you're you're it can be offensive, it depends on how you do it. But if you're playing a, a true character, you know, and playing their situation, mm-hmm. um, then it, it, it really shouldn't offend. I'm not okay. gonna say it really shouldn't. Uh, but
1: but it might <laughs> Okay. Key,
2: for me, what I found because I played some really tough characters is, is you you play the hum- humanity of them, and that mm-hmm. that's where it starts. And then people can relate and it's like, oh, you know what? I know that person. You know, and for me, there there's no, there's no, you know, no one is free from. You know, I'm i I'll pick you, 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 and you and
1: you. I don't care. <laughs> nobody I, is nobody is like inf- infallible. nobody's is free from uh from being the one that you're gonna pick on next. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know i I, I think, think that on, I would say play
2: portray pick on it, it it is my you know honoring you. it's not
1: you know it's funny that that I use that word because actually I was watching um Saturday Night Live and <laughs> they are playing other people's parts, but really like it does. It, it is a lot of picking on people, but <laughs> that's my opinion. um but but it's very, very well played. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so question. Okay, we're getting some comments in here. Let me go ahead and not ignore them. So Jonda Nazar said Um, Who is this? Somebody says City College in the house. Yes, John Michael. <laughs> okay, we'll get back to that. If anybody has questions, don't worry, ask them up. I will get back to those questions soon. What is your goal? I mean, obviously, world domination. But besides that, like, what is your goal as an artist? Or do you have goals? You're just trying to like be in the process and and work regularly. Uh,
2: my goals—they—they uh, they have been coming together more and more the more I work. Before, you know, it was like, oh, okay, you know, I want to make it on said television show. I want to make it in mm-hmm. said. Mine now is becoming more my, my production company. You know, I, am envisioning, envisioning it now growing where we mm-hmm. have different umbrella, different sections of it, where, you know, we're producing, definitely we're producing film, television, but it, it's just, um, everything like I want I want my production company to grow into that.
1: Okay. Shondaland. I love it. Oh, Shondaland. Yeah. Okay, Shondaland. All right. I I love it. Mm -hmm. So that's great. Tell me about, um, do you have a memorable, like, either audition or a memorable story about something that you've done where you've been auditioning people? Those are always funny. Mm -hmm. The team.
2: I, I do. I have a ton of stories, but I, I'm. I think what I'm gonna share is the most recent one that you know about. Um, okay. And it, it's um, it's like a a great story, but then it's like, oh, but it's a lesson. So okay, that's the the key to all of this. The whole point of this story is, in, in moving into my own and moving into this production and and figuring out what I could do is learning lessons on the way and every lesson I've learned instead of sitting in it and stewing and like oh 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 you know I've been working really hard to work through it face right. it through it and keep going because it, it is this this business is you fall down you get no you fall down you got to get back up you fall no. down you, go, you got to get back up so you can't you can't stop and mm. I because I've done it many a times, took my scenic route. So anyway, um, so I was working to get um, management and a friend of mine put me on to a management company and mm-hmm. a rep- for, for, for representation and I was so excited and they gave me all these rules and stuff we had to do and, and to submit. Worked on it, um, submitted, they offered me a two year contract. Woohoo! I was so excited. Um, and when I read the contract, I had questions, but in the, in the contract it said, you know, you're free to, to get a lawyer. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get a lawyer. I had asked around with um, people in my circle about the, and,
1: and they recommended that you get a lawyer to read over your contract.
2: Yes. As, okay. as and then they also explained to me the, how the contract is. So long story short, I worked with the man, um, the lawyer, the lawyer came back. I came back and presented what the lawyer and I worked on. And what I missed was the etiquette of the process. Mm-hmm. I had did everything else correctly, followed the, the order, but in the, it is my fault. And in the very last email, I didn't read a fine, fine print where it said, um, we do not alter our, our our contracts. Hmm. Um, there's the whole process, the way I went about it. I did protect myself. I did the things that, you know, any actor should do. You should always protect yourself and make sure you're on top of the, on, on top of the game. Of course. Also an etic- etiquette and a fine balance that you need to know. So I had crossed the balance in, in a, in a way, because I, I missed that that point of like we don't alter, and also okay. I could have brought the question, presented the questions differently to them as opposed okay. to the way I brought it. So I, I probably really offended them. um, um I, it was not a good email response. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't, you know. And at first I was, you know, I, I was in my feelings because I was like I'm protecting myself. But mm-hmm. then it, through different um, Learning the learning processes and talking to people, it just needed to be handled differently. I didn't handle okay. it bad, like you know this and that, but there's there's balance. So I know next time, so next, and if there's gonna be a next time because nothing happens, you know, God um rejection is God's protection. So that's fine. And it's be better. So that's the most recent thing that I can talk about.
1: Next. Wow. That's yeah. quite That's quite a memorable lesson. That's a lesson that you'll never forget. You, you know, it is important when you're an artist, like especially if you're really a serious artist, to know the etiquette, know sort of the ways around negotiating contracts. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it is important for people listening because a lot of people who do this are artists, but they don't have that kind of protection where they can, you know, get a lawyer. But But it is smart make sure you read through contracts, make sure you get a lawyer to read through them. And if you negotiate, make sure you kind of understand how to navigate like negotiation with a company. And um, so that's very interesting. And I'm, you know, I am sorry that you that you had that experience. But in a way, I'm kind of like, happy that you were able to tell us about it and that you know what to do next time. And that there's going to be a next time because if you get offered a two-year contract or a three-year contract from someone you'll get another one that's for sure and you definitely have the talent so tell me about um you know this is kind of it kind of is my hindsight is 2020 story in a way too um i always ask um what's if hindsight is 2020 hallelujah and it always is because 2020 is behind us thanks the lord Um, (laughs) so if hindsight is 2020, what would you tell yourself, but not just recently learned, but like from years before, like what kind of lesson have you learned now that you didn't know years ago?
2: Um, I didn't know, or I just no, I knew that I just had a fear. I did. I was going to say, I didn't know how talented I was. I, I knew it, but I, I never wanted, it was like a, a a fear of stepping into your own and actually saying it and, and without sounding like, oh, okay, that's a diva, whatever. I am far from a diva, far from it. I'm, I, but I am talented and I, I am creative. But years ago, um, while I, on my scenic route, you know, I was going through the grass and stuff and having fun, <laughs> um, I, I, I wasn't comfortable. I was, I was, um, not confident in my own skin. You know, I wasn't, I was like, I knew I had it. And then, um, and also I wasn't as business savvy or prepared. So it was always, a, you know, you gotta, you gotta have your ish
1: together. You know, you, you t- Well, I think she's gonna come back in a second. Hopefully, we're having some technical difficulties, but she will come back, maybe. This is the beauty of live theater. Let me take her out of the stream. So it uh, looks like we're having some technical difficulty, but that's okay because I think we pretty much got the gist of what Kamali was saying. So if she comes back to us, then we will finish up what we were talking about. But in the meantime, if you enjoy what we're doing, looks like she's coming back. Hello, are you there? I was like, what? I think you're. I think you're freezing on. Yeah. So in the meantime, while she gets her unfreezing together, go to RICO Theatricals online and you can subscribe to us on YouTube. And please do do that because the closer we get to more subscribers, the the closer we get to paying artists what they actually deserve. And so that would be really wonderful if you guys could just all click on that little subscribe button. Um And I also want to give a special thanks to Ryko Theatricals for producing this show. And let me give her a few more seconds because we do have some questions that people have asked. Let me add her and see if we can get her now. Oh, we've got three of you.
2: Oh, wow. Hello. Hi, hi. Yeah, wow. Hi. You I really know what you, happened. You were
1: really doubling yourself just then. That was amazing. I loved it. So do you want to finish the sentence that you were saying?
2: Yes. I forgot what was I saying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you were just talking about hindsight in 2020. And... Oh,
2: right. And um, oh, yeah, taking the, the scenic route. Um, but it just just knowing that the strength and the talent that that I have, if I would have, like, years ago, I would have told myself even last year, I would have been like, Kamali, you you can do this, you know, you mm just get up and do it. The, the thing that happened with COVID is I, I, I no longer had any more distractions. Like I, I was doing real estate, real estate died. I was doing rentals and it kind of died and Mm -hmm. like the income. And I was like, what the heck am I doing? And then you know, in the time when we were all frozen, like didn't know what to do. That's when I started creating videos. Don't
1: say frozen, whatever you do. <laughs>
2: okay. Hopefully not oh, and doing all of those videos. Then I, I had nowhere else to go. I had nothing else to do. And then I was like, okay, now, you know, what? I could do this. I could do this. Let me figure out how to make a business out of this. Let me really do this. Yeah. So that, that's what, that's what COVID did. It, it, okay. it, it was hard, but it, it just turned. It
1: was difficult, but it showed you a way through. Yeah, that's amazing. Let me go ahead and go through some of these questions. I have a few (laughs) here and I wanted to do that in case. Okay, let's see here. John Michael Butler, what is Kamali going to do differently after COVID? Will she continue in person and or virtual or a combination? Okay. Okay
2: combination. Why not? I can't, I love, I love the stage. I, I, oh my God. I love being on stage. I love everything about being live and having that audience, the feel of the audience. And oh, Mm -hmm. oh boy, there's nothing like it. And
1: And your last show that you did, or I guess two shows ago, because I watched both of them, the last one really well. I mean, you had so many people watching from online and actually, online is like streaming your shows is actually like sort of a new frontier because there's a lot of people who would come to your shows but they they're out of town so now they can they can watch from you know Italy even who cares Mm -hmm. um you I was really happy because when we were in our um entrepreneurial group like I guess the maybe a week before your show you were like uh I need people to buy these tickets and then when I came to the show and I was at the after party I was like There's a lot of people here, like, what was she afraid of? It was, it happened. So, and I do want you to talk about your upcoming show. Give me one second. Okay. Hola, okay, hola, Hola. como están? (laughs) Uh, Let's see here, who else we got? Somebody said yay. Yay. A lot of things, somebody, okay. Yeah. Okay, before we run out of time, I would like to find out what you're doing next.
2: Okay, yay. I have uh, my second Zoom live show. Um it's Ooh. called Let's Have a Conversation and it's is can we have a can we create a, a pivotal uh sketch comedy show in honor of Black History Month and the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm that is uh, talking about black comedy and dark comedy. Yes. So um, that is what this next, uh, my next sketch comedy is gonna be about. Uh, tune in, it is on March 1st at 8.30 p.m.
1: Okay, um, where can we get tickets?
2: Oh, right, tickets. So I hope you have a pen and paper. I'll wait for people, give them a second. Give them a second. I'll
1: post it, I'll post okay, it. Okay,
2: great. Um, you can get tickets at leapingfrog.com it's L-E-P-I-N-G dot com leping.com
1: leapingfrog.com uh, just finished it i'm so proud of myself is yep. it's leapingfrog.com okay oh okay 3 e's. Yes. okay got it so i'm putting it oh, i'm actually going to put it in the chat i'm putting it in the chat right now hopefully yeah okay leaping frog oh <laughs> there we go okay. leapingfrog.com it just went to all three of our streaming sites because we're streaming on uh, Facebook and YouTube and Periscope and a couple of other things and um, and also if you didn't get a chance to see our show from last week or the week before or season one then you can go to any of those sites and um, you can check them out YouTube at Ryko Theatricals my show is behind the table and there's a lot of others in that same if you subscribe to that same uh, channel and then you can also find me on Spotify, behind the table with Nell Thompson, and you can find this episode starting tomorrow. Wow! And I just tomorrow. want to say, I'm
2: so excited! Thank you, because I've seen, I've been seeing your podcast, and you've had some really, really great guests on. So it's an honor to be, you oh, know, thank
1: you. you. Awesome. Yes. Well, you know, I try to, I try to find people and that I think are just gonna go. Soaring through the stars, so that's the reason why I asked you because I think that you're definitely going to make some some moves and and show show improve. So I'm excited Mm -hmm. for you. I'm excited to watch your your trajectory and your your journey. And you know I'll be at your show. And just let me know if you have anything else coming up, and we'll put it on the on the podcast.
2: Oh yeah, I do. I'm performing. Um, at uh, Theater for the New City again on February twenty seventh. Um oh, okay. But when I guess when you go, I'll, I'll put it on all my social media. But I will be performing. Perfect.
1: That and then too. Deal, hmm. deal.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll
1: be there, and um, this is exciting. So thank you so much for coming. This has been a pleasure. I love talking to you. Um yeah. My sister from another mister and. <laughs> And I will see you round. I'll see you at our next little meeting. Yay! That was fast. I thought, okay, cool. I yeah. know. It doesn't it happen like that. It just is yeah. what it is. Here we are. And I will see you next time. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye. You've been listening to Behind the Table, a weekly podcast from the RICO live streaming series produced by RICO Theatricals. Everything you heard was recorded live on our social media at ryco theatricals you can support this podcast by sharing us on social media writing a great review or donating at www.ryco.org support thanks for listening